Chapter Three of Tea Its Mystery and History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Tea Its Mystery and History by Samuel Phillips Day. Appreciation of the Leaf That the Worthy Thomas Garway, to whom reference is made in the preceding chapter, gave rather undue license to his imagination in extolling the virtues of his cherished beverage is manifest his hand bill however is not only curious but interesting if on no other account than that of illustrating the mode of advertising to which he resorted in order to spread the fame of the precious leaf and dispose of his commodity it is likewise noteworthy on account of the fame which garway's tea had acquired and maintained for two centuries the original name garway was changed or restored by his son to garway while the house which bore this appellation became renowned far and wide here it was that the numerous schemes which surrounded and accompanied the great south sea bubble had their centre appropriately enough also garraway's was the headquarters of the remarkable tea speculation of eighteen forty one to two when prices fluctuated sixpence and eightpence per pound and when people were suddenly smitten with the mania for dealing in tea just as at other times a rage obtained for speculating in railways mines foreign funds or finance albeit garway evidently prospered in his special branch of trade yet it is probable that the rapid popularity which tea had acquired was less indebted to the learned and knowing authorities he quoted in his handbill than to royal patronage it appears that catherine of braganza queen of charles the second who had tasted the beverage in portugal and grew enamoured with the same brought it into fashion in this country her fondness for the soothing cup was extreme its subsequent popularity however may fairly be attributed to its innate valuable properties which became the more understood and prized in proportion as the public grew more addicted to its daily use ladies of tun delighted in their dish of tea which was indispensable to their comfort authors also discovered its advantages as a beverage to work upon while poets and essayists lauded it well nigh in terms of extravagant eulogy such as had been employed by chinese and japanese men of letters before them almost the first literary eulogist to espouse the cause of the new drink was edmund waller he recites how he became induced to taste tea owing to a parcel of the leaf being presented to him in the year sixteen sixty four by a member of the jesuit order who had recently returned from china in the poem which furnishes several references to the infused leaf occurs the following pregnant allusion the muse's friend tea doth our fancy aid repress those vapours which the head invade and keeps that palace of the soul serene byron in later times became an enthusiast in its favor averring that he must have recourse to black bohea while he pronounces green tea the chinese nymph of tears 
End of chapter 3